Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Two Spot Monkeys Live. Joining us here for episode 116. Going to have a little bit of fun today, uh, as you may have heard last week. Um, before we take summer vacation here at Two Spot Monkeys, uh, we're going to go ahead and today uh, act like we're the general managers of the two new, uh, or not two new, but the, the two AEW shows. Uh, so Dynamite has forever been a staple since fall of 2019 and this saturday aew launches collision uh so we're going to spend some time today doing a quick uh draft as if jim and i were the uh gms of of the respective show which we'll determine here momentarily uh i've already gotten way into it but i'm tom uh joined as always by jim jim what's up man it's good to see you it is good to, to see you too tom and to be with you yeah yeah this is gonna be fun um Tony Khan came out this week and said he's not going to lock himself into a heart brand split. That's okay. We are. So, um, you know, that's, I read it and I was like, well, that doesn't change anything for us. Um, we're going to do what we want, Tony, um, in case you're listening. Uh, so, yeah. And uh, AEW is, I, I feel like, you know, pretty hot right now, in all honesty. And WWE is pretty hot too, which so it's fun to be a wrestling fan, right? Um, AEW's got Forbidden Door coming up, which, a uh, number of matches got made last night. I've seen, I haven't seen the show, but I've seen a lot of the results and, and newsworthy bits out of it. Probably not all of them. Uh, but Forbidden Doors, again, we talked about last week looking crazy good um, right now. And uh, so I'm excited for that show. They've got All In coming up in, in Wembley with over 65,000 people at this point. And they're hot. And they got Collision starting on Saturday. So, and Punk's coming back and all of that. So it'd be fun yeah. to see if you and, and I were... We're going to be AEW heavy this episode and next week's episode because next week we're going to record again on Thursday, and that will be we're going to pick uh, for the final pick them for our half season, and we'll be picking Forbidden Door. So I'm glad we already have four matches, so that's great. Hopefully we'll have I know we'll have more than four by the time we come together a week from now. I would think so. I think it's nice. It's nice that we're doing it on Thursday and not like Wednesday because hopefully on Dynamite they'll they'll flesh out more of that card since it'll be the following weekend so or that coming weekend. So, yeah, it'll be fun. So, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to flip a coin live on the air uh, virtually. Here, I'm going to share a tab, um, and we're going to flip a coin, and Tom's going to call it. And if, if Tom wins, then he'll pick either does he get to pick his show or does he get to pick first in the draft. And if I win it, I'll have the same choice. Um as well i just something just popped up on the screen i don't know oh there's an ad good wonderful um my choice is tails tails never fails so we'll randomly flip the coin right now there goes the flip and it's heads um uh, and it's heads so we're gonna stop sharing just to get that out of the way i'm gonna change the banner to aw fantasy draft and i don't care which show i get i'm gonna i'm gonna pick first so uh which show would you like tom uh so i will take the new show collision all right, so Collision uh, will pick second. Dynamite uh, will pick first, and I just need to do one thing here. I probably should have let you pick first because I don't know who I want, um, but that's okay. <laughs> I just got. Doing, I want to well, Yeah, and while you're sorting that, just logistical detail out, just to set the, kind of the boundaries for folks. Yes. Uh, Ten rounds. We're just going to go back and forth. So Jim will go. I will go. Jim will go. I will go. At the end, hopefully, we'll have a few extra minutes before we have to sign off today. And just kind of maybe talk and share quick reflections about maybe on the spot our first three months or six months of what we would see 
with our brand new rosters and shows in our hard brand TK. Yes. And uh, we also <laughs> said tag teams count as one pick. Stables are not one pick. So, so the Young Bucks, for instance, could be a pick. The Elite um, cannot be a pick. You know, you can. So um, to keep that in mind. Also, I know uh, in AEW, uh, they're fighting the champions will work both brands. We probably would have that in our world as well. But I think our champion, the champions are absolutely open to be drafted here. Is that that your thought? Yeah, 100%. Yep. And they would just maybe work both brands in this fictional world until and then they lose the title. They're they're exclusive to Dynamite or Collision would be my, my thinking. Okay. Uh, so with the number one pick, and I'm not going to change the banner because let's be honest, halfway in, I'll forget to keep changing the banner. So I'm just going to leave AEW Fantasy Draft up. Um, with the first pick, uh, I have AEW Dynamite and I, I've waffled between two people here. Uh, and it was one of those, if I picked first, I'd have to make a decision. If I pick second, maybe you were waffling among the same people and then it would be easy for me. Uh, but I went ahead and gave myself the challenge and I, it's hard not to do it. So I'm just going to do it. My first pick is the AEW world champion, MJF. Uh, the guy can talk anybody into the building. He can work in the ring. He's 20 whatever years old. So there's longevity. There's a whole career in front of him if he doesn't end up in Hollywood or something too. Um, yeah, it's just hard not to take maybe one of the top two heels in the world right now next to Dominic Mysterio, which is a weird thing to say. Um, but uh, yeah, and that by the way, that uh, English crowd on July 1st for Dom and Cody is going to be pretty crazy, I think. But that's a story we'll talk about at some point here on Two Spot Monkeys. Um, MJF, my first pick. Nice, nice, good pick. Um, and also, one thing we didn't mention, but we want to just make sure if you're listening, you're probably a fan of AEW. You probably have already kind of seen maybe where certain talents are going. Turn off that part of your brain as you listen to us this morning. We are not taking that into account um, when we make our picks. We're not saying, oh, it looks like so and so is already going here. Um, so, as best you're able to, without with all you've seen, read, and heard. This is just clean slate. So with, with that said, I'm going to go ahead and make my first pick for uh, the brand new AEW Saturday Collision. I've also I've heard it just as Collision, but I've also heard Saturday Collision. So it's going to be interesting. And if you look see. at the logo, like sometimes Saturday is right at the top of Collision, yeah. like in the box that goes around Collision or whatever it is. Um, maybe there's not a box. Maybe it's Mandela Effect. I'm thinking it's there. What's gonna What's gonna emerge as the true as the true brand for this show? A uh, CM Punk is my pick, and I you'd be hard pressed to to grab anyone else here. CM Punk um, coming back with a fire in his belly and probably more. And when you look at the history of AEW from when he uh, returned uh, in Chicago a few years ago, and and the time he has been active, he's been a, a needle mover. Uh, both in ratings and both in in money drawing. So I would be foolish to not grab CM Punk here. So as we said, pay no attention to where we think people are going. And then Tom exactly did what people know. Or, no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> the face and, of the brand, man. And and he definitely was one of, I, I had about three or four here that I was, I was, um, and yeah, I kind of figured you might go that way, but actually it excites me that you went that way because that makes my second pick really easy because it was the other person I was kind of thinking at number one, although punk, I kind of wanted to make, maybe part of me for punk. Um, just to talk about picks for a quick second, is that fear of, and, and again, in our world, maybe it's not an issue, um, but that fear of like, how long is it going to last? 
like, you know, just we've all been down this road with him so many times. I'm excited to see him on Saturday. Sounds like he's going to cut a promo. That'll be interesting. Um, might be the first scripted CM Punk promo in quite a while because I don't know that you can trust him right now with a live mic. Maybe they've had enough meetings. They can. I don't know. Um, but just the, the wondering of that makes me want to watch even more on Saturday night, to be honest. So, um, But my second pick uh, is John Moxley. Um, I, I think Mox is absolutely on fire at this point, and I think he is um, one of the best in the world in the ring. Again, I, I might, I mean, Punk is right up there with him, but I, I might have the two best talkers in AEW now uh, with my first two picks. Like I said, Punk's right up there. There are a number of others that are up there, too. They've got some really good promo guys over there. But uh, I'm excited to get Mox with my number two pick because I, I was considering him one, to be honest. So. Uh, super excited to get those two to start off my draft. Yeah, I'm going to go Kenny Omega for number two for me. Um, and I just, right right there, I, I, I see the first, perhaps, um, or at one point or another, like the the the, the, the brand-making feud of, of, of collision in the idea of seeing Punk versus Kenny Omega. And then you talk about a dream match. Uh, there's a lot out there, but, you know, sometimes you can you forget about what some of those matches are. Um, and then you're reminded Kenny Omega. Yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, if he would have gone number one in the first round, nobody would be, nobody would be stunned on that. Um, again, one of the best in the world can talk, can wrestle, can all, do it all. Um, frankly, I think if he wanted to, they could use him in a lot of, uh, PR kinds of ways too. And he just, he doesn't tend to do a ton of that stuff other than like the video game world and that sort of thing, which he's really involved in. I know, but um, yeah, Omega's huge. Uh, with my third pick, uh, super excited to get Brian Danielson and keep two, at least two parts of the Blackpool combat club together. Uh, again, I keep saying one of the best in the world. Right. And, and I think every one of our picks can make that argument at this point, you know, punk in the ring, we'll see. Um, but he was certainly good in his last AEW run. So hopefully if he can stay healthy, he is. But I mean, AEW's got a, a embarrassment of riches as far as talented in-ring wrestlers who are also good on the mic and that sort of thing. Um, I, I like both of these shows right now that we're drafting. Um, so I'm super excited to get Brian Danielson. And if David Crane's listening, um, I know he can't believe that Brian Danielson is still there in the third round, but there he is. <laughs> Awesome. Um, I'm going to go and take uh, the Young Bucks with my third pick. Uh, uh oh, it looks like CM Punk's having a dick stacked against him. What's he going to do? Is he going to take his ball and go home? All jokes aside. But yeah, no, the Young Bucks, um, incredibly talented, incredibly marketable um, when healthy, which I, th I think there's been some, some health over the course of the last year. Um, but when healthy, um, you know, one of the, if not the best tag team in the world. Yeah, and how can there not be health with the the style they work and the number of years they've been working and and that sort of thing? I mean, yeah, it, it, it's got to take its toll. Um, granted, they've been able to to cut back their dates with AEW versus what they used to do with you know every company under the sun, uh, but still, over the years, that's got to take a, a toll. Um, it's funny that you went tag team because I was I was thinking I needed to to shore up a top tag team here with my next pick too, um, and so you taking the Bucks made it very simple. Although this was where I was. I was headed, I think, anyways. Um, nothing wrong with that Bucks pick. They would have been certainly my my second team taken, but I'm going to take FTR, uh, the AEW tag champs, and uh, my favorite tag team going today. Um, 
Bucks are great. There are other great teams as well. We might talk about them later. Maybe they'll make the top 10. Maybe they won't on our, our rosters. But um, yeah, FTR. Um, so we're breaking up CMFTR, however they say it, you know, the trio there. Um, so so Punk's, Punk's getting a bunch of guys he doesn't like, and I'm taking the guys he likes. So this is this is not working out for him very well, but that's, that's a CM Punk and a Tom problem. Yeah, and my next pick in round four is going to be Darby Allen. Again, another guy who I think is incredibly marketable. I think, um, you know, you may look to go, who will CM Punk have as allies now that FTR went to Dynamite? I think Darby Allen could be a dark horse uh, ally for CM Punk when you look at their history. Um, so, again, it doesn't have to play out that way, but I like the idea of it theoretically. So, Darby Allen. Darby Allen's a good pick. Um I'm just looking at my list here for a quick second, seeing if there's anybody that I'm like, oh, Tom hasn't taken them yet? Like, I, I want that person. Uh, <clears throat> so just to reset real quick, we're four rounds in. Uh, maybe we'll reset after the next round, actually. That would make sense after round five. Um, I, I've got a couple different ways I could go here, uh, which is is not surprising. I mean, we've only picked eight acts thus far of a, a ridiculously stacked rocker, roster. Rocker? Sure. <laughs> Um, I'm like, You're off rocker. My next pick, the Midnight Rockers. Um, <laughs> I I don't know what that was. I can't talk this morning. Apparently, uh, my next pick, though, I'm just gonna do it. Round number five, Adam Cole, baby. Um, sorry, Tom, wearing the undisputed shirt there. Um, I, I again, I think Cole is one of those guys who can just transcend things. Um, I know some of his in-ring stuff thus far hadn't been great, but we talked about he's coming back from that significant time off, a very significant head injury, all of those kinds of things. From what I've caught from last night, Tom, you were one of the people I saw who commented on it. It sounds like his, uh, was it a 30-minute match Yes. Uh, with MJF? Uh, was, was phenomenal. So I'm super excited to get a chance to watch that. Um, and I'm super happy to hear that it sounds like you know, that in-ring side of Adam Cole is is coming back. And, you know, you just, I, I figured you had to give him a little bit of time. I mean, that just makes some sense. He's so talented. He's so good on the mic. He's so good at making you believe what he's doing. Um, so I'm, Adam Cole, baby, is my my number five pick. Nice, nice. <clears throat> I'm going to go and grab Jay White next. Uh, Jay White against someone who really has not had a chance to really make his name in AEW yet. Um, but he has made his name in New Japan Pro Wrestling. So when he does get the chance to demonstrate in AEW what he did demonstrate in New Japan, which he will on AEW Collision, it's going to be great. So I love the idea of Jay White. I can already see matches with guys I've drafted previous. So loving it, loving it. Absolutely. And here we'll reset really quick our top five picks uh, so far. Uh, on my side for Dynamite, we've got MJF, John Moxley, Brian Danielson, FTR, and Adam Cole. And on Tom's side, CM Punk, Kenny Omega, The Young Bucks, Darby Allen, and Jay White. So four singles each and one tag team, interestingly, uh, the same way on that, on both sides for us. I'm salivating on, on the idea of Dynamite. Uh, give me Brian Danielson and Moxley versus FTR. Oh, right. right. I just, yeah, sign me up. Sign me up all day. Best of seven, best of 426. I don't care. Um, I guess you could 427. How about that? All right. <laughs> We're gonna have an odd number so we can have a winner. Um, yeah, that would be really, really fun. Um, and I'm pretty sure in my world, Danielson and Mox, at least for a while, would be 
would be aligned still. Um, you know, someday you break them off and you let them feud again because those two have phenomenal matches as well, but don't have to do that anytime soon. Uh, for my sixth pick, uh, I think it's time to shore up my women's division uh, over on Dynamite. And I've got a few names I'm kind of looking at here. Um, but I'm going to keep the happy couple together and I'm going to go Britt Baker. Um, I know on, on all access, she says she doesn't want to be the world champion again, but you know, she will be, um, at some point, let's just, you know, that'd be ridiculous. Um, cool of her and, and certainly makes her come off as a very humble person and a very, uh, wants to do what's best for the company thing. But sometimes what's best for the company is your top star being the champion. Um, and I still think Brit is that, um, even if they haven't necessarily positioned her as such lately, um, in the in her in-ring stuff, um, because she's been a little more involved in the Adam Cole story, which is great. Um, I'm going to take Britt Baker to, to start my women's division. Nice. And I'll, and I'll meet you there in the women's division and start mine as well. Uh, you get, you given me probably the same challenge. I think you felt like you had, like when you had the first pick. Um, and so this is a tough, tough choice for me, but I'm, I'm happy with the opportunity I have here. I'm going to go with Chris Statlander. I think there's a fire um, that's been burning and now she's going to have that opportunity being back and being TBS champion. She is going to just be amazing in this division. Um, and I may not be able to flesh out who will surround her, but uh, with her as a pillar, I'm good with that. Yeah, and, and I'll be perfectly honest. I uh, considered her being the first woman taken here uh, when I was going to, when I took Britt. Statlander was definitely one of the others I was thinking of. Uh, update my list here so that I've got things together. Uh, with my, let's see, we are on the seventh round already. Wow, we're flying through this thing. Um, and interesting to just kind of look through the list of names I have. Like, there's some biggies still sitting there that, that haven't been drafted in six rounds, which, again, it's 12 picks. So, you know, it's not like most of these you'd think, oh, they'd never make it to the seventh round. Well, yeah, if you were drafting, like, you know, 10 shows or something like that. But two shows, there's a lot of, a lot of star power in that company. I, I'm going to go... I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm reaching here, but I'm going to do it because I want this person on my show and I'm afraid you're going to take him. So there's a little bit of that. Uh, Kadoske Takeshita is going to be my my seventh pick. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think the world of this guy um, we haven't really talked about here on the show. I uh, am going to my first live show in seven years on July 1st. Wrestling Revolver in Des Moines, Iowa. Um, he is working this weekend in Dayton for them. He's not announced for the Des Moines show. I'm hoping maybe they do something in Dayton that makes them say that he's coming as well to Des Moines. Because uh, I feel like in the real world, Takeshita is going to be more on Dynamite, probably. Um, just with the stories that he's involved with right now over there. So that would free him up on a Saturday. He might not have to work collision. I'm just saying. Um, he's, he's obviously free on this Saturday to be in Dayton with them. So... Uh, I really hope he comes to Des Moines. He might not. I'm looking at the people they've already got. You know, there's a budget, I'm sure, for that show. So, um, but Takeshita, I'm, I'm super high on, and, and so I'm happy to get him. I wanted to make sure I locked him in my roster. Nice. Um, so I have the privilege, opportunity here to go and grab the person that was 1A to my 1 at Chris Statlander. I'm grabbing Jamie Hayter. Man, I talk about someone who I fell in love with as a fan. Um, 
after not being like totally sold like week by week by week from when she returned to the US um, and then built to being the champion before losing the title and just the in-ring quality and the persona and the just the energy. I want that on um, Collision. So Jamie Hayter. I like it. I like it a lot. And uh, I'm going to take uh, my my second star in the female division as well, the women's division. Uh, and I'm going to grab Tony Storm with my next pick, the, the current AEW women's champion. I somehow have ended up with the current world champ, tag champ, and women's champ. That That's not bad. Uh, again, not that that matters really in our fantasy world, but um, those are... Those are all really good names. I, I've been a Tony Storm fan since she, I was aware of her before WWE, but I hadn't seen a lot of her stuff. And then when she came to WWE, I, I definitely became a Tony Storm fan. I, the fact that they didn't see what they had in that woman, you know, a little bit mind blowing along with a number of other people that they've let go over the years. Uh, and and AEW certainly, um, well, well, there were some start, starts and stops at the beginning, which AEW has been guilty of um, because maybe because of the embarrassment of riches they have uh, on this roster. Uh, you know, right now she's the champ. She's one of the hottest females in the company. I'm not saying that in any physical way. I'm saying, you know, as far as character, um, I feel like she's kind of taken over almost as the leader of the outcasts instead of Soraya, who seemed like she was kind of at the beginning. I feel like Storm, and again, she's the champ, so it should be that way. But I feel like Soraya's taking a backseat to Tony Storm. And it's really more Storm and Soho that I see, you know, Soraya isn't there every single week right now for for some reason. I don't I quite. That's a whole other story. Maybe we could have. But um, Tony Storm, super happy to get her and to have Storm and Britt um, is a nice nice cornerstone uh, pairing for my women's division. Yeah, there are so many good talents <laughs> remaining out here. It's really right. tough. It's really I, tough. I was sitting here thinking, okay, who do I want to try to make sure I snag with my last two picks? And I'm like, we got to go fifteen. <laughs> like, well, I, I think I do think we have to go 15. I like like we're we're moving at a good clip and like there's so much good talent. We, we can and we I, can go 15. I'm good with that. Yeah, and I I think 11 through 15 will be, really be where we begin to see some of the strategy. Um, so my next pick, I'm gonna go ahead and take uh, the Lucha Brothers. Uh, and I I love the Lucha Brothers, uh, but I really am making this pick because uh, I have an undying adoration for Ray Phoenix and. Um, I'll use both, but Ray Phoenix is going to be even more of a star on Collision than he already is in the current world. And I like that idea because I think Lucha Brothers are one of those acts that right now I think Tony, I know they're the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions, and this is going to sound weird because I just voted to up Ring of Honor in our Fantasy Wrestling League as far as how they're scored but I'm down on ring of honor at this point. Like I'll, I'll order their pay-per-views cause they're good, but like, I'm not watching their weekly show because nothing they're doing on their weekly show makes me think I need to pay $10 a month to watch that. Um, it's kind of turned in. I feel like it's kind of turned into dark and dark elevation a little bit. And then they sprinkle in, you know, a, a quick one or two week story, like to get to Samoa Joe and Matt Seidel or whatever. I just, yeah. And, and I think Phoenix and Penta are both such talented people. Um, I I like Phoenix a lot. I'm a little higher on Penta just character-wise for me, but um, I like the idea that you're saying you're going to take them, you're going to use them as a tag team, but you're going to use them as singles too because um, I think that's how they're best utilized, and I, it's, they're not doing that right now in AEW. So, um, so again, breaking news, 15 rounds, not 10 rounds anymore. 
um, in the AW Fantasy Draft, which I love uh, that we're doing that. So uh, I got to take the Lucha Bros off my list here because they were definitely on my list. Um, okay, so now knowing that we're going 15 kind of maybe shifts my thinking just slightly too a little bit because um, it's not as much as, well, that person's got to go, you know, in the top 10. But I'm, I'm going to do one of those anyways. Um, I'm, I'm going to keep the third part of the Blackpool Combat Club, and I'm, I'm going to grab Claudio Castagnoli. Um, not because I'm trying to keep Blackpool Combat Club together, although I'm happy that that's worked out. I just think Claudio, again, top guy in a ring, you know, believe everything he does. Um, so, you know, some some form in the future in, on my show of the Blackpool Combat Club taking uh, aim at MJF. Ooh, that could be fun to watch. Um, and who does MJF get to back him up? Does he go back to his pinnacle buddies of FTR? Does he get somebody else? I, I'm just all of a sudden some stories are percolating as I'm holding this roster together. So I'm happy to get Claudio in uh, round nine. I am also glad you took him there because I was nervous you were going to take this pick, which is my ninth round selection, Orange Cassidy, someone who has just been an absolute workhorse um, with the international title. And man, I am just, um, I don't know. I am just over, over the moon to get him here this late. Um, and the things you can do with him, the marketability, um, I do believe he's a draw. So all of those things are great. Yeah, I mean, he is. There's no question that he's, uh, I, I think I heard Sean Ross Sapp say on a, a show a couple of weeks back, like, if you go to the AEW YouTube page and you sort by most viewed, he's like four out of the top five um, most viewed videos involve Orange Cassidy. Um, something like that. I Don't quote me on numbers, but it's it's something like that. It's impressive. Um, so when people say, you know, Jim Cornette talks about pockets and, you know, all of that, like, he's he's taken that and taken it to a new level um you know he's the longest reigning international champion um and having banger after banger um i am super excited honestly for orange cassidy and and spoiler if you haven't seen dynamite tom have you seen dynamite you did oh yeah 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 i watched yeah. it was one of the first times in a number of weeks i watched the whole show live now granted did i make it through all of it without <laughs> resting my eyes cuz i'm an old man no, but I didn't miss anything that was like, like I missed one and, promo. That's it. And it wasn't because the show was boring. It was because age. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, uh, I, I think it was actually one of the, one of the top three to five ever dynamites. That's I right. I, I saw you, as I was asking that question, I'm like, Oh wait, I saw you said that. So of course you saw the whole thing. Um, Orange Cassidy and Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, at uh, forbidden door. That should be just a ton of fun. Um, so yeah, I, I like your pick there. He definitely was was sitting here on my list and somebody that I was looking at each round, like he's gonna go at some point, and yet you got him. So uh that that doesn't surprise me. He definitely was being thought about there. Um I'm trying to decide. I, I've got two uh different directions I could go with this next pick. Uh this would be the 10th pick. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and make sure that I get my second uh top tag team uh here. And, and that is, I'm going to take the acclaimed. Uh, everybody loves the acclaimed. I love the acclaimed. Uh, sometimes if I'm trying to kind of get through shows pretty quickly, I'll, I'll kind of fast forward, um, skip through entrances. Uh, I never skip the acclaimed entrance because I want to hear what Max Caster is going to say. Um, because there are plenty of times that he says things and I go, oh, you know, or, you know, when he 
He made the comment about, uh, you know, Buddy's girlfriend and Dom and and that sort of thing a couple of weeks ago. I mean, I, I, I love the acclaim. Uh, now, again, we mentioned earlier, tag teams one pick, stables not. So I don't get Billy Gunn in this, and I'm so okay with that. Spoiler alert, I will not be drafting Billy Gunn. Um, so Billy Gunn might be one of those that on the, whatever the AEW version of the bump is, they say is a free agent at the end of our draft, I'm assuming, but, um, I, I'm good with that. I'm fine with the daddy ass connection. Like it's whatever, but if it went away tomorrow, I don't think it would hurt the acclaimed in the least. Um, and other than they do have a, a catchphrase that they kind of need him around for, but, um, they could come up with another one. Uh, they claim round 10, sign me up. Yeah, great pick there. Um, I'm going to grab a guy that I'm really surprised is still on the board, um, Adam Page. Uh, I literally I, started typing his name the minute you said, I'm really surprised he's still on the board. <laughs> I was pretty sure that's who you meant. Yeah, yeah, Adam Page. Uh, what a great get here in round 10 for me. Um, definitely looks like uh, I have the entire elite. Um, I now have the hung bucks as well. So, um, yeah. Uh oh, if if we're looking at history, <laughs> CM Punk better get some allies here real quick I, on uh, Collision. I better book some good shows because just from the outside interest, your show is going to have a lot of the uh, the curiosity eyeballs right away. Um, if we were doing this as some sort of competition, uh, you would have the uh, the dirt cheat, you know, crowd <laughs> that wants to see how uh, things turn out. So. Uh, interesting, I guess, in our picks that, um, yeah, the elite have pretty well stayed have stayed together. Um, most of Blackpool Combat Club so far has stayed together. We'll see. Um, not trying to tip anything there. Um, yeah, just interesting how we've drafted uh, in that. So let's reset again here. Ten rounds. We're going to do fifteen uh, since we've been speeding through pretty well. Uh, again. My roster for Dynamite MJF, John Moxley, Brian Danielson, FTR, Adam Cole, Britt Baker, Kanosuke Takeshita, Tony Storm, Claudio Castagnoli, and The Acclaimed. And Tom's for Collision, CM Punk, Kenny Omega, The Young Bucks, Darby Allen, Jay White, Chris Statlander, Jamie Hayter, The Lucha Bros, Orange Cassidy, and Adam Page. Sign me up to watch either one of these shows so far. I mean, these both look really good, which isn't shocking. Um, a, the roster's ridiculously stacked, and that's why you can do a draft like this and look at two great shows. Uh, and B, you and I are just really smart wrestling minds that know what we're doing. So um, clearly that's part of this. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. So uh, just thinking, sorry, brain brain working at the same time, mouth's trying to go too. Uh, my 11th round, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something I want to do, and I'm going to take Malachi Black. Oh, uh, wow. He was, he was coming up for me. Great up for pick. Him. Great uh, pick. I, I, even with what they're doing with them in the trios division right now, which I like, I, the sky is the limit for this guy. Like when he first came in AEW, I was like, that's a future world champion. And I think I said it on this show. Um, and I still think he should be, and I think he can be. So I think he's going to be on my show at some point. Um, but uh, yeah, Malachi Black, I just think, um, I, I wish I could take the whole group, but that's not, those are the parameters we've got here. Um, I just, I love what Malachi Black does as a character. He's so good in the ring. He's so um, precise with his striking and that sort of thing. And I enjoy strike-based 
offense a little bit more than some grappling sometimes. I like grappling, but you know, strikes just I've always that's kind of my my bread and butter. When I when I used to watch MMA, I wanted to see the knockout. Submissions are fun, but I wanted to see the knockout. Um, and that's the kind of striker uh, Malachi Black can be. And uh, so I'm super excited to get Malachi Black here in the eleventh round. Yeah, that's a that's a super solid pick. And I wanted to take him because I was seeing like a CM Punk Malachi Black feud, oh, or, awesome. or 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 eventually being allies. Like oh, I I could just see that story unfolding in my head. Um, so great pick for you there. Um, because he was definitely going to be coming up here quickly for me, if not in this round, if he were on the board, but he's not. So um, I'm going to pivot and I'm going to grab Brody King. Um, I'm going to grab Brody King because I think Brody King um, could be, if the story is told well, and I would hope that I could, or it would be, um, that he could be one of those allies for CM Punk. Um, you know, not just because both have a lot of tattoos. I just think that there's some like, you know, I, I think of CM Punk back with the straight edge society, right? I think, I think not that we would duplicate that, but, um, I just think there's there's maybe some fit there. So Brody King. Absolutely. So we talked right before we clicked record today about what our our goals were in in setting up our rosters. Are we looking for the best matches? Are we looking for ratings? Are we looking for you know whatever? And I and my answer to Tom was kind of a little bit of all of the above. Um, of course, I want great matches because it's a wrestling company, and and Tom and I are both wrestling wrestling fans first and foremost of course we love the characters we love stories that helps keep you into it um but if the in-ring stuff sucks then i'll just watch a tv show like i don't then i don't need that part right um but i think being able to branch outside of the wrestling world and being able to you know work in drawing people in and getting noticed and that sort of thing is important so uh, with my 12th pick, I'm going to take Jade Cargill because I think Jade can be a transcendent star. Um, I I know she, I think she'd come a ways in the ring. Was she top of the line in the in ring? No. But character work, I mean, she knew her character, which is really interesting in that, you know, there are stories out there that as she's taking this time off, you know, they're going to maybe repackage her in some way. And I'm just curious what that will look like because she was so good, I felt like, in that character. Um, is she going to become a little, you know, they have shown her daughter before. Um, is she going to become a little bit more, is she going to be a baby face when she comes back and be a, you know, a mom you're pulling for to, to, to provide for her daughter and all of those kinds of things. I don't know. Um, but I just think Jade has a ton of potential to not only, um, improve and continue improving in the ring, but also be a star outside of it. So Jade Cargill, number 12. Nice. Nice. Uh, I, I've gosh, that, so I'm glad we went 15. Cause like when I think about these people that are still out here, I'm like, man, there are so many other great talents. Um, this is, this next pick is a little bit tough for me just cause with only four picks left to go, I, there's guys I definitely want and I know I'm not going to get them all. Um, yeah. and there's going to be some left on the board, I think probably th- and there absolutely will be. Yeah. So, uh, Again, looking at drawing, looking at building your brand, looking at making it a destination, um, I have to grab Chris Jericho here. Funny, in that I didn't even put him on my list. Wow. Um, Which is probably a mistake on my part, frankly. When you just said it, I was like, I don't have to delete him from my list because he's not there. That's interesting. Hmm. That happens about once or twice every draft in our fantasy wrestling league draft as well. Somebody will remember somebody who maybe was injured and is just coming back or something like that. And they'll draft them and I'll be like, 
how did I not even have that person on my cheat sheet? What am I like? No wonder I'm in second to last place this season. Uh, yeah. Our, our draft for our fantasy wrestling league for those listening uh, starts on Monday for our second half of the season. And um, yeah, I am ready for a refresh because this half season has been <clears throat> for me. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Jericho, I mean, yeah, I look how many different ways can you utilize that guy? Um, a great pick for your brand uh, all the way around. Um, even though I'm, you know, a little bit over Jericho in the ring. He actually delivers every time he's in the ring. So, um, and maybe that's why I didn't even put him on there. That's interesting that I didn't, but, um, so we, we have, uh, three picks left each. Um, and this, this might make you mad, Tom. I don't know, but I'm gonna grab Eddie Kingston with my 13th pick. Um, another guy who can, I, I, I like guys who can, Walk you into the building, right? And make you think you gotta you gotta spend your money on the pay-per-view or you gotta spend your money on a ticket to come see him. And Eddie Kingston is exactly that. Um, you know, just kind of looking at my roster real quick. Eddie Kingston on the mic going toe-to-toe with you know MJF Mox Mox Danielson Cole Dax. Um, and I could finally set up that M or that Eddie Kingston Claudio rematch. Uh you know, that needs to happen at some point. So, um, Eddie Kingston. My first thought was you're, you're following the tradition of Eddie Kingston chasing Claudio wherever he goes. So, yep, yep. Yep. He can't let it go. Yeah. Good, good, good snag there. Um, I love Eddie Kingston, but I'm okay with him not being on my roster for now. Um, you know, there's always moves to make down the line. We'll see, you know, free yep. people become free agents. Um, and the next guy I'm going to grab is Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara is a guy who I feel like in the last, uh, we'll say three months, has really broken out. And, you know, he was he had broken out before, but he continues to have these, like, I would feel like, re-breakouts, but they're probably not that. He's just continuing to evolve and become a better talent and a better wrestler. Um, so Sammy on my roster is 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 a is an is a easy pick at pick 13. Yeah, I, I want to go to 20 now, but <laughs> we don't have time for that this morning. Um, just looking, I'm like, oh, I want that person. I want that person. I want, hey, boy. Um, Sammy's a good pick. Sammy's a great pick for you, actually, there. Um, I, I'm debating between three names, and maybe I'll get two of them if I'm lucky. Um, well, I you only have two picks. Right. I can't get all three. <laughs> Um, and who knows, maybe you won't even take one of the three and, and, and that'll, that'll work. Um, I'm going to take Swerve Strickland here again, transcendent, um, can cross over all of those kinds of things. And again, super talented in the ring. Nobody can, can question that. Um, uh, you know, I, I didn't set out, although I said, you know, I, I want people, I want ratings are important and all of that. I didn't set out to have all these people that I think have the ability to be some crossover stars, but it's working out that way. Um, and that might be really good again, because you're going to have the whole elite CM Punk thing happening on your show. So I got to have something to watch over on my show. Um, so yeah, swerve. Um, I like that a lot. Swerve. That's a great pick. Yeah, no. And actually I really was actually cheering for him to be the person to unseat orange Cassidy yeah. uh, a week or so ago on dynamite. I thought, I thought it made a lot of sense to be honest. If there was ever a time to make that. And, and, and cause I feel like the great story being told of orange Cassidy is how long can he go? How many defenses can he rack up? And like, I, they're, they're, we're telling two great stories, a these challengers that are coming in and that are just like 
clearly like being looking like a million bucks. Okay, have a, a, a they're a championship contender legitimately. Then you've got Orange Cassidy like putting one more notch in his belt. So yeah, Swerve was definitely going to be a guy that I was going to try to target here um, before the end. Um, you got me. So good job there. Um, my next pick, uh, Samoa Joe. I think Samoa Joe is is back. He's healthy. I saw he had like filmed um, a Twisted Metal, the TV show. And like I, that makes me understand like, kind of why he's not been around. But I feel like he he's definitely ha- got the experience. He's definitely got a lot of years under his belt. I think health, you know, may may be an issue, but I do think that there's still a great spot for Samoa Joe to be really a, a um, I was going to say a decision maker. That's not what I mean. Um, but someone who makes a difference, right? And someone who's who's who to draw. So Joe being here at round fourteen. Um, I think adds great value to my roster. With my 15th and final selection in the AEW fantasy draft brought to you by two spot monkeys live. Uh, I'm surprised you haven't taken this person yet because I know, I think you're pretty high on them. Um, and, and I've got a number of other people I want here, but I, I don't see how we can do, 30 picks in an AW fantasy draft. And maybe you would have taken this person with your 15 pick and not pick Jungle Boy. Um, so I'm going to grab Jungle Boy here and, and and surprised he lasted this long. He was on my I was fine if you took him roster, you know, kind of part of my roster when we were doing 10. Obviously, he didn't get picked in the top 10. Uh, I think he's going heel soon here. Maybe, maybe something happened last night. I don't know. But um, I haven't seen anything about Jungle Boy from last night. But I think he's going heel soon here, and I think that's going to be really good for him. So that's probably how I'd utilize him in some way, come up with a story for that. Um, because I think that will be good for his development overall as a character. Um, he's still incredibly young. Um, interesting that it took us till the 15th round to get that fourth pillar. Um, and you just got Guevara as well here uh, a round or two back, um, two rounds back. But uh, yeah, Jungle Boy uh, with my 15th pick, I think. Is it, maybe I'm really heel heavy as I'm starting to look at my roster there, but that's okay. We'll make some of them baby faces. He's not he's not a heel yet. That being that's, said, he wasn't going to get picked by me because I'm kind of down on him right now. That doesn't mean like right? I, I like just as a fan, but I but I think what you and I'm a little bit there. there. Like I think the heel term will. I, I'm looking forward to that because I am there right now with you two. Like, eh, he's fine. He's good, but like do something with him, and I think they are. So. That would that move, if that is how things play out, will elevate him back again. But yeah, he's kind of one of those guys that needs a needs a needs an injection of something a to take it to the coat, next level. <laughs> Absolutely. He, so there's a lot of guys. He stood there with a, a chair. He had a chair in his hand. And he was just a little behind hook. I thought it was coming last week, but maybe they wanted me to think that. I don't know. Well, there's so there's easily three guys that um, that I could take in this last spot, and I. Um, and actually more than that, but like three that really are surprising me that they are still on the board. QT um, Marshall. There you go. Got him, Tom. Good pick. <laughs> um, I'm going to take Wheeler Yuta. I'm surprised yeah. he's still here, but I feel like he's one of those ones too. He's actually in my mind at a higher level right now, even with how he's being utilized um, in like being like the fourth of the, of the BCC that he's actually more valuable to me than Jack Perry, which is why I'm happy to get him here. Um, mm-hmm. And so, and so, and, and, and I think he, he, he diversifies my roster and I think he can work with anybody. 
So, so that's, that's a really, really good win for me there. Yeah. And like you said, we could easily probably go three to five more picks each. Um, so yeah, so there it is. That's a, that's a 15 round 30, 30 talent draft to flush out dynamite on your end and collision on my end. Um, can I just start naming a few of the guys I'm stunned that we haven't picked? Please do. And, and I've got some as well. So we'll see if. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think the first one, which just, you look at the, the champions, right? Wardlow. Right. Which I, again, like I go back to a year ago, Wardlow coming out of last year's double or nothing. And he went from, you know, blazing hot to iceberg in my opinion. And he's never rebounded yeah, like from that. Yeah. Okay. And, 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 and they still, in my opinion, have not been able to recapture that. There's just, there's nothing going on with him. And so that, makes me gun shy to, to, to pick him. And then the other one, and there's more, but I, I'm, I want to give you the four a little bit as well. That's the third member of, of house of black being the third trios champion holder, buddy Matthews, who's fantastic. Um, but when you look at, you got Malachi black, I got Brody King, you know, buddy Matthews is fantastic. But when you look at marketability, you and I each got the, the two like more pres presentable talents from that group. Yeah, and Buddy Matthews was absolutely on my my consideration there for that fifteenth pick, um, and even earlier, uh, I like him a lot. Um, Miro is is one that I really wanted to get in there somewhere. Um, I, I'm excited that he's coming back on Collision. I hope they use him well. Um, Daniel Garcia was Daniel one. Garcia. Of those. Daniel uh, Garcia. It was my last pick was between Wheeler Yuta and Daniel Garcia. Yeah. Yeah, and, and we're both high on him, so I, I'm a little surprised he didn't get picked. Um, and then I, I also really – I debated, and I don't know if he would have been eligible in our draft. Um, so I might have had to, you know, ask a question as I drafted him. Um, but I considered trying to draft El Hio del Vikingo, mm. um, who is not technically all elite, but yet is appearing on all elite at times. You know, so maybe you just maybe he has to stay a free agent for us, and he can bounce between shows, which is part of why I didn't didn't take him. But because um, because one thing I feel like I wish I had on my roster, uh, I'm glancing through my roster to make sure I'm right in saying this. Yes, I am. Um, is you know the Latin American market uh, and the Mexican market, and that is is super important. And and I don't have anybody uh, for that market at this point. Um, you have the Lucha Brothers. Um, who, who definitely can uh, help you in that area. And, and even, I, I'm not sure of Sammy Guevara's heritage, um, but I feel like Latin American is, is part of it. Um, so again, crackpot research team, um, not doing their job. Um, yeah, so so I thought about Vikingo. Uh, I thought about Bandito, but Bandito's one of those guys, if we went 20, 25 rounds, I'd probably snag him because I think he's super um, talented. I just... They don't use him as well as they could. Although Bandito Takeshita on Rampage on Friday. Um, I didn't see that announcement. I saw the other two match announcements that are solid, but that's going to be great too. Wow. Yeah. Well, um, again, and, and we're, we're not even naming talents, both men and women that we could easily name, but we're up against our, our time for today. So um, with respect to not drawing our conversation out as much as we might like to. Um, that was fun. I appreciate the chance to do that. Everybody tune in to my collision. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, and, not, <laughs> and, not, and not Jim's Dynamite. No. Um, all jokes aside, yeah, so collision is a big deal. This Saturday, they added more matches last night. Uh, and they announced more matches. Like you mentioned, the return of Miro to the ring and some other 
really solid stuff. Um, Andrade against Buddy Matthews as a good example of that. Um, yeah, so gonna be gonna be great. I'm gonna do whatever I can to try to watch that live, just like I did last night with Dynamite. Because I'm again, it sound like a broken record here. I'm really high in AEW. Uh, tell me something you don't already know, right? Right. Um, <laughs> but we'll be back next week with our preview and picks for Forbidden Door Two. Um, and then, um, as we've talked about a little bit before, too, we have a little bit of a, a about a five, six week break, summer vacation for the two spot monkeys. Not necessarily by choice, but more by just uh, the reality of our lives. And, uh, and then we'll be back at it, um, hopefully, SummerSlam weekend um, with picks to, to not, not start our, our second round of pickums for the second half of the year we'll do that with money in the bank and then ring of honors death before dishonor but those will be offline we'll probably post those on twitter yep i was just gonna say and we will uh we will put those on twitter um let us know uh, at two spot monkeys uh is our twitter handle if you if you don't happen to know that um let us know there uh what you think of our draft did you think one of us won the draft or or had a better roster um were you surprised at people we did or didn't pick you find somebody went that high, that low, whatever. Um, it'd be fun to have a little bit of uh, of a back and forth and, and conversation around that. Or let us know in the comments here on YouTube if you're watching or on podcasts, uh, you know, wherever. So, um, yeah, this would be fun. Um, this would be this would be fun to watch these shows because, again, I think both rosters are not surprisingly stacked, uh, but a lot of fun could happen with those. So, everybody, uh, have a great week, and we'll be back with Forbidden Door Picks next week on Two Spot Monkeys Live.